When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. Hey, everybody else. And welcome to Scary, scary Stories, Stories to, to Tell on the pod. pod. It's a podcast about scary thoughts, actions, words, behaviors, and thoughts. Ooh, that was the most crisp intro I think we've ever had, Anna. We're good. We should stop. We should stop now and walk <laughs> effortlessly into the river. Yeah, we will be the freaks and geeks of podcasts. Yes. Just get... 12 amazing episodes out right off the bat and then Dude, disappear. bad job 12 times and then one good job and then stop immediately. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, we're well into October now, baby. In fact, yeah. Halloween is like next yeah, week. Baby. Yeah, baby. Ugh, never Come on, that. baby. <laughs> I want to ride the horse outside the supermarket, baby. What if for Halloween, Anna, you and I went as um, like gangsters malls, you know, like. I basically did that freshman year. Um, that's a good costume. Like, yeah. baby, I'm helpless. I need money, baby. <laughs> oh, no. I don't How know How nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's this terrible movie that I feel like Mystery Science Theater 3000 did um, uh, like years ago. I think it's called Diabolique. Oh. And at one point, there is a clearly like dubbed over line from uh, uh, like an Italian actress, but it's like they brought in like whatever American woman was nearby to dub in her lines. <laughs> and at one point, um, someone gets dropped out of a trap door in an airplane and way too loud, like a very kind of slinky um, henchwoman <laughs> says, Oh no, how nice. <laughs> And it's the most out of place, <laughs> weird thing of just like clearly a, oh. a postmenopausal voice applied to oh, wow. <laughs> like, like their bookkeeper. They were like, Agnes, could you come in here? And she was like, what do you, sure. What do you want? What do you need? I can do another. Like, no, that was <laughs> no, good. No. I think we got it. <laughs> um, But yeah, since today is Monday, uh, it is a day that we read Monday. from Alvin Schwartz and Stephen Gamble's scary stories to tell in the dark. Um, and, uh, what? Sorry, Lady Bird is here. Back again, Lady Bird. She's warbling. Uh, I really do love that sound. Well, you should, uh, have my life because (laughs) you'd hear it every single day, all day long. I don't like hearing her in distress and I hope that's not it, but there's something so. No, I think she's got a poop in her butt that like she's had several opportunities to be rid of and Mm. just none of them felt right. (laughs) And now she's sort of dealing with the fallout of the fact that there's poop in her butt and she wishes it weren't there. Oh. It's if, fine. If if only we could help. We flew in today and uh, she, so she gets more treats when we fly. Oh, yeah. Because 
Yeah. She needs it. You got to have a snack on an airplane. Does it stress? Does What is the most stressful part for her? Like the takeoff and landing? Or? None of it. No, the stress is that she wants to be out of the bag because <gasps> she loves carpets and crumbs more than anything. Oh. And an airplane is a carpet full of crumbs. <laughs> and she wants to get out of the bag. But today she, I sort of, I was up late last night and then we got up early this morning. So she was tired. Oh, um, so she slept pretty much the whole I'm, way. I'm amazed when dogs are chill on airplanes. She's so chill. People accuse me of drugging her, and I'm like, <laughs> "How dare you?" No, she is just so naturally good in that setting, and she does it a lot, which which must help. And then yeah. it's like, well, with you know, like babies, what's your excuse? You know, babies are bad dogs. <laughs> a baby is a ghost. A baby is a ghost, Ooh. and a baby is a bad dog. Um, also very delighted, uh, someone tweeted yesterday a series of, um, Anna Dresden quotes that they're considering having tattooed on their back from this podcast. the fuck? And they're all so long and so great. No, they're so, so good. Oh my God. Um, Can we dedicate a little bit of time to... Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Look up, look up, um, while I'm reading the story, Anna, uh, look up our, our Twitter and find it. it. It's so very funny. Um, but in the meantime, in the meantime, I'm going to read a story from the first of the scary stories to tell in the dark books. Um, okay. And this one always, again, this one always a very uh, a bizarre, abrupt story that left an impression on me. Um, it is titled "May I Carry Your Basket." Oh. My God. Love a title. That's a question. This is like an early one that you mentioned. Yeah. When we were first starting the podcast, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. excited. Sam Lewis spent the evening playing chess. First name, last name. Wild. Insane. Yeah, again. And and always first name, last names for the shortest possible stories. Yeah. I love that. It's important. Yeah. Um, Sam Lewis spent the evening playing chess at his friend's house. It was about midnight when they finished their game and he started home. I don't know. That always seemed very chic to me. The idea of like going to a friend's house and playing chess till midnight, I was like, oh, uh, yeah. I, like in reality, I would hate doing that, but that, that sounds great. You know, like, like that sounds like a really like comforting, classy thing to do. Outside, it was icy cold and as quiet as the grave. As he came around to turn in the road, he was surprised to see a woman walking ahead of him. Mm. She was carrying a basket covered with a white cloth. When he caught up to her, He looked to see who it was, but she was so bundled up against the cold, it was hard to see her face. Good evening, Sam said. No. Yeah, that's hard. (laughs) Yeah, that's hard at at midnight. um, I know it comes from an attempt to seem familiar and like everything's fine. Awful. But best case scenario for that woman, it's like, well, this is how it starts. This is like for um, finance or otherwise professional guys who are like maybe 25 who moved to New York from another city and who jog at night mm. on like city streets where no one should be jogging. Yeah. And they run right up behind you and past you like it, they've never heard of rape. That's the worst sound it's in the, the, the worst sound insane. in the world is to hear running from behind you at night. Don't run. You have to mug me if you're yeah. going to do that because I don't like to be wrong. <laughs> You know, like, you can't, you can't set my mind on fire and then have it just be nothing <laughs> and then be confronted with the fact that some people exercise and I haven't in a year. It's, I don't want to It's do a really that. that, and I, I constantly am thinking about like, um, when I, when I am walking at night and like I'm walking and there, and I'm in proximity to someone and I'm like, oh gosh, what, how do I, how do I seem as 
the least frightening as I can possibly be. It's very hard to do. And I'm not a, I'm not like an outwardly frightening uh, looking person. No, but, but you're I, tall. I think that's it too. And I think um, – I think when you attempt to not seem like you're walking too purposefully, that's very scary. But if you're walking too purposefully, that's frightening too. Yeah. You know? You should uh, just walk around with your arms up like you're shrugging. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I do. Rachel Winitsky had such a funny video uh, that's like three seconds long but is so <laughs> accurate, which is <laughs> – she's like, whenever I walk past my coworkers and uh, oh, attempt yeah. to seem casual. And and she makes it always like <sighs> – like it's like, oh yeah, and I that is exclusively how I interact with people in my building, except it's not like a whisper. It's like I instead of saying hello or good evening, it's like um all vowels, just sort of like, Hur. oh yeah, and like which is very which is also very scary. Oh God, this is this is the hell of working somewhere with hallways or living somewhere with long hallways. Cash, cash, cash. Hey, Kim. I was in the Uber from the airport and my driver sneezed and I like had my eyes closed and my headphones in and my dog on my lap. And I said, bless, without opening my eyes or looking up or anything. It was just the craziest thing. When I used to work at NYU, one time I had to leave a voicemail on Oscar Eustace, who's like a very important yeah. artistic director in New York City, had to leave a voicemail on his uh, answering machine. Um, and I, this is exactly what happened. I was like... Hi, Oscar. This is Andrew from Playwrights License Theater School. And then I realized what was happening. And so then I went, shop, have a doc. Like I I could not Newscaster reco- fail. I could not recover. And truly the end of the voicemail was just being being like, shop, I realize this makes no sense. Back to the end. Like it what I was the woman who's like crap like who's the one who's like um, Gary Darrison? Every Bertation, yeah. Hebe Bertation. Hebe Barry Garrison. <laughs> Bowen years ago sent me a really good one. I think it's like um, American Idol or Dancing with the Stars or something. And uh, – oh, no. It's So You Think You Can Dance. And, and whoever the co-host is meant to say, I think, like, wow, right after the break. And she goes <laughs> – she goes – Wow. <laughs> and then it just cuts to commercial. Wow. Yeah. On my network, that will be how everything works. <laughs> um, sorry, back to the story. Um, so Sam probably best intentions, but inappropriately says, Good evening, Sam said. What brings you out so late? But she didn't answer. Then he said, Sam, don't. Just quit while you're ahead. Then he said, may I carry your basket? Again, who are you? Like, where are you from? You know, the middle of nowhere, Butte. Like, I I don't know where where that would be appropriate. You know what I mean? Don't. It's my basket. I planned this. Did it look that heavy? There's a white cloth. If you have a white cloth on something, you planned it. Yeah. That's not something you're like, oh, fuck. I have to now put a cloth on it. If you put a white cloth over something, I assume you're proving bread. That's the only thing I can imagine you're Proving doing. bread? Yeah. Um, when you prove it, when you like. Prove? Yeah. Proof it? Prove it? Proof it? It's <laughs> <laughs> happening. Isn't that right? Yeah. yeah when you, when you prove. Producer Anna's nodding her head. Is it, an- Pro- is it proving? Pro- 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. Listener, imagine you've never heard this phrase before. And then everyone in the room just starts going proof, proof, proof. <laughs> proofing. Okay. Sorry. That was my mistake. Um, just proofing. Proof. Proof. Proofing. Proof. proof. <laughs> I have such proof. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot what play it was. Um, no, no, that's wait, a great mashup. Is that when it's bread yet or still dough? It's when it's dough and it's um, expanding. It's when the, uh, the the yeast is growing and giving out gas, which gives it its fluff. That's the New Hampshire in you. Yeah, there The it gas is. gives it its fluff. The and gas. that is a story about me. <laughs> the gas gives it its fluff. Um <laughs> Wow. Wow. So Sam has asked this woman, may I carry your basket? Okay. She handed it to him. And from under the cloth, a small voice said, that's very nice of you. And that was followed by wild laughter. Sam was so startled that he dropped the basket and out rolled a woman's head. Fuck. He looked at the head, and he stared at the woman. It's her head, he cried. I have a lot of questions. Okay. So notice. Who are you talking to? Notice um, the her is italicized. So It's her head. It's her head. So it he moved so quickly from being like, it's a head, to being, being like. Being fine with it. Yeah, to being, it's her head, and that's scary. That's scary. Um, he started to run, and the woman and her head began to chase him. Soon, the head caught up to him. It bounded into the air and sunk its teeth into his left leg. Sam screamed with pain and ran faster, but the woman and her head stayed right behind. Soon, the head leaped into the air again and bit into his other leg. No. Then, they were gone. Who was gone? Once again, that's the end of the story. (laughs) The, The story is coming from the perspective of someone in their house watching from a window. Oh, they're all gone. No, they're um, gone. I assume I assume the head and the woman are gone. Um, but that's the end. And it could again, have been the three of them are gone though. It could have been all three. English is a hell of a language. We need a we need a, a third person plural. I need a new plural. Or a third person singular. Yeah. Which we do. That's true. Um and then the illustration uh is a very straightforward, potentially not even creepy illustration of a basket. Um, but the gradual dread that seeps in is it's got some deep St- uh, Stephen Gamble drips coming out of it. It's got some roots. It's got some, let me see. Which one could assume are hairs, maybe? I think they're supposed to be hairs. Yeah. Which is very scary. It's very, like, rooty hairs. Yeah. Oh, ladybird. Root hairs. Um, yeah, and one the left side of the basket is sort of dark stained, like it's blurred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think like the hair is on this side and the neck is over there. Yeah, I always I'm always um very fascinated by by certain illustrations that Stephen Gamble does that you expect to be um very uh uh, uh gr- graphic and then instead he focuses entirely on the basket. It's just the dread. Yeah. This uh I was looking at it before and I uh at first thought it was um was it may I, the liver one? Oh, uh, just delicious. Just delicious. Yeah. yeah, it looks a little bit like the illo from that. Uh, yeah, I did say illo. I'm very, wow. very busy. Um, <laughs> very Darson. Very, very Darson. <laughs> oh, pardon me. Heavy rotation. Heavy rotation. Have they? We can only laugh oh. about this because she is fine. <laughs> wow. 
Hi, 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 Hi. After the bottom, <laughs> after the stroke. Um, but it's similar to that where it's like you don't really see much. It's just like the dread of what you're about to find. Oh, yeah. It's huge. Which is way worse. Um, yeah. Good illustration. I would give this an eight out of ten. Oh, wow. The scariness. Um, or no, no, no. I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna say it's a seven. Um, because uh decapitated heads always very frightening to always me. Always very frightening. This appears to be like a wraith that is here to cause trouble. Yeah. You know? Um, mischievous and dangerous. Biting calves. Biting twice. Yeah, to have both of and your calves bit. The head is bouncing along like a bouncing ball in song lyrics. Terrifying. Um, yeah, that's scary. It's also scary that like she was by herself. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lady Bird. She's got a shit. I don't know what to do. She no a face has never told the story so clearly that I have to shit. Um so so while we so we can get Lady Bird to shit as soon as possible. No, no. Um who'd you cast? Who would I cast? Um I would cast huh. For Sam Lewis, maybe Sam Richardson. Ooh. Just like an overwhelmingly decent person who's very social. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. Um, and I can see him approaching someone and asking to – earnestly asking yeah. to carry a basket. This is like a positive Sam Lewis. Yeah. This is a, a hero Sam Lewis. What about the head? The head, I feel like – who is it? Is it Lana Del Rey? <gasps> oh, uh, no, cause she, no. Bouncing down the road at night. Got my head in a little bit, guys. <laughs> wow. I'm talented. Yeah. Um, who would you cast? Um, Carol Kane is the head. Good. For sure. Um, good. Sam Lewis, uh, man, Sam Richardson is such a good, such a good one. I would say, yeah, a similarly earnest and friendly, uh, Camille. On Johnny. Oh. Um, I feel like it would be very good for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, mind is immediately going to Carol Kane uh, yeah, for that. I, think I just great. think she's so great. Also, the head of hair is exactly right for, you know, bounding along a road. She ah. she was the grandmother in Adam's Family Values. Did you no know that? Way. Yeah, she's so good in it. That's insane. I know. Um, I love this casting. Thanks. Did, and, oh, sorry. Go no, you go. Anna, did anything spooky happen to you this week? Um... Well, did anything spooky happen to me this week? Yes, probably. Do you have one? Um, yes. You go. Um, there's construction happening in my building. Okay. Uh, so the lobby is closed and it has made, it has made uh, uh, meeting seamless people a true nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, I ordered a, uh, um, a pita from a restaurant nearby called Cougart. Which I oh, realize, yeah, 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 which I realize is the is a very off putting name for a Mediterranean restaurant, but it is delicious. Come yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> it's what they want us to think. Was it you that pointed this out that um, their menu is very descriptive and it's like everything is in compl- like heavy description? Um, uh, like falafel is like it, you know it's it's like here's how we prepare it blah blah yeah yeah uh, description of everything and then it gets to cougart in the menu and then it just doesn't explain what cougart is it's cougart it's cougart look it's an FCC <laughs> thing we can't tell you but it is cum yogurt yeah. I think it's like they they want you to think it's obvious that it's cucumber yogurt but then the idea of it being called cougart is just so much worse it's cum yogurt so it's been a real nightmare. Um, and I ordered I ordered dinner, 
And no, so I like go out to the sidewalk to meet the person there. So I call. I'm like, I'll break down. I go outside. They're not there. They're not there. Um, I get a call back and it's the voice and it's just like, I see you. And I was like, oh, where are you? I don't see you. And he was like, I see you. I'm right in front of you. And I was like, no, I don't no. see you. And I'm looking all around. He's like, I'm looking at you. I'm right in front of you. No, no. And I was like, I, I'm sorry. I cannot see you. And came to find out he was, he had made it into the building somehow no. and was looking at another person on their cell phone, no. which how much scarier for that person even. I see you. They're talking to their phone and, a, and someone they don't know is standing there just on their phone saying, I see you. I'm looking right at you. I see no. you. And then I, I went in, we found each other. But that moment was a very scary moment. It could have gone many it's different ways. the scariest thing I've ever heard. It's kind of a scream, kind of a scream setup, you know? Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> I guess my scary thing is uh, I was really, the other night, uh, it, I was with four friends and we had to take an Uber. And I was calling it and I said, oh, there's four people. So I got a regular Uber because mm-hmm. that's for four people. Right. And then it came and I got in the front seat thinking like, I'm being a really good guy. (laughs) I was in the front. And then two of my friends were like, should we get a different one? And I was like, no, just, I mean, someone will sit in the middle, but just calm down. And they were like, we can't all fit. And it was because there was five of us. (gasps) Oh, just a miscount. And I said, because I looked and saw four people. (gasps) And you were like, I'm nobody. I'm nobody. (laughs) And just the way, the amount of true that it felt was insane. And there was like another thing that happened that day that was similarly like something that felt incredibly true was not. Oh. And I was apologizing to one of my friends like, I don't know what's, my brain is, I guess I'm fried. (laughs) And she was like, oh, do you think you're pregnant? And I was like, oh. um, do that? I guess now I think that. Now I'm just pregnant with that bad thought. Now I'm pregnant with pregnant. <laughs> pregnant. That's good, Derry Darrison. Proof, proof. That's yeah, Fox's snow stick right there on the fuck dick. <laughs> I, that is my favorite one. Oh, my God. It's, let's take a look at the fuck stick snow stick. It's out there on the weather dick. <laughs> the concept of a weather dick is very funny to me. Um, yeah, wow. I, they don't say that to someone. Jo- joking about are you pregnant, I don't think it, that's I, fun. I, yeah, you know. <laughs> I just don't have time for an abortion right now. I'm busy. I'm not good at keeping up with stuff. It's not like the dentist where you could just not go for two years and then do it. And they're like, you really should have come sooner. And you're like, I know. I'm like, sorry. Can you fix it? Take it from me. (laughs) Don't skip out on the dentist, you know, two years in a row. Um, uh, Yeah. No, that is a scary thing. It's like fine. Also, it's, it's funny. It's like a weird feeling when you are at a place where you're mentally fried and a friend makes a joke that is lighthearted from their perspective, but then for you is like, no, 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 don't say that. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I, the clowning class I took at RADA in London, a study abroad, it was taught by this guy who was like a legendary clown who (laughs) used to be the clowning teacher at the globe. Oh wow. And like maybe the artistic director of some sort. Um, just this legendary clowning teacher. And I went in with a huge chip on my shoulder because I was like, I do college improv and UCB. So like <laughs> I basically should be teaching class and me and the teacher should like hang and be friends. And I just was hitting a wall because clowning is about being open and honest. And I was like no. trying to be fun or not like trying to be funny, but I was like, it just, I had such a death grip on the idea of me being good at this thing that oh, I wasn't sure. actually learning anything. And I just kept like, 
not doing well. And he like kept giving me corrections and I was like, Ugh. and I like sat down after an exercise and he was like trying to teach a separate thing about like, it's fine. Like we can like, you can touch each other and like move and like, we're, we're resilient. It's fine. Like you don't have to be so gentle. Like Tommy slap Anne on the back. And it was Tommy Nelms who's very sweet. Oh, and he yeah. just like clapped me on the back the way you'd like clap someone when you're like hugging them. Yeah. And just something about it like broke me and I just started sobbing. Oh. And then Tommy was like, oh God, I like hit her. And the teacher was like, oh no, Americans are fragile. Um, but yeah, it was just like, it was just something that would have been fine that was not. And now my dog's asshole is about to explode. So, so that's our cue. That's our cue. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. I hope we did a good job of talking today. I think it did okay. Have it and whatever. And as Lady Bird would say to the, the poop, poop building in up her in her bottle, get, get out. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.